This is episode 144, special series, The Obstacles to Gratitude, part two. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up? What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me one more time with the Dance of Life podcast. My name is Tudor Alexander, and I am your host. Today's quote, again, we're continuing our adventure through the swamp here, through the swamp of obstacles. If you tuned in last time, we're going to be looking at the next couple of weeks, uh, the obstacles to being present, to being, I'm doing a little special series in this month on how to overcome these obstacles, how to look at and identify certain things that will take you off your path from being happy and fulfilled. And these are simple, but you know what? It's the simple things that matter all the time in practice. So my quote for you today, I absolutely love this quote by Henry Ford. It says, obstacles are those frightful things that you see when you take your eyes off of your goal. Again, that's by Henry Ford. And I think it's such a great, great quote because again, it's all about perspective. All this stuff that we're discussing today and, and throughout these episodes, it's all about perspective. Obstacles are an uncontrollable part of life. They're going to be there no matter what. So the key is, how do we respond to them? You know, your ability to be, again, resourceful, uh, to be able to utilize your failures, to be able to utilize the obstacles that come into your life. That is really the measure of your happiness and success. And I say both happiness and success because those two are two sides of the same coin. A lot of times you learn strategies about how to be successful financially, uh, you know, strategies how to get more clients, how to grow, how to be get more muscle, whatever else. You know, but at the end of the day, uh, the other half of that is being able to appreciate what you earn for yourself, to be able to appreciate what you achieve. Because if you don't have that skill, and it is a skill, it's a practice, and it's a skill that is equally as important. There is no failure worse than getting what you have worked so hard to achieve and not being able to appreciate it. And so that's my goal here with these obstacles to basically go through the different things that take us off that path. You know, in the book that I wrote, The Gratitude Map, one of the the first areas that we go through is this thing called the swamp. You know, I did a little different areas. It's like an adventure. But in the swamp, there's eight total obstacles uh, that I've identified from my own life, from working with clients, from just from everything that I've learned in the last 10, 15 years as a coach, as an athlete. And these eight obstacles, again, they're simple, uh, but they offer us very profound insights into our actions and and getting back to center, getting back to that present, getting back to appreciation. And so that's really the, the whole point here is it's not so much that you're going to experience these obstacles. There's no way you can avoid them. But how long you allow yourself to deal with them and how you deal with them is very important. So today we're talking about the third and fourth obstacle. Last time we did inherent nature and preoccupation. So if you didn't tune in the episode, make sure you go check it out. Uh, we're going to be continuing today with part two. And we're looking at obstacles three and four, which is desensitization and fatigue. So, you know, desensitization a lot of these, you're going to see some overlap, you know, and again, the three main components to being grateful um, that I go about in this book and everything that I've been talking about is you have three main components. You have your physiology, okay? You have what you make things mean or language, and then you have your senses or let's say basically where is your attention in the current moment? 
So all these obstacles will violate one of those or many of those components. You know, so when we look at, for example, the last episode, we look at preoccupation. You know, that's being preoccupied, anxiety, worry, obsessed with the, the future or the past. When you're preoccupied, you are not in the present moment. So you're not sensing, you're not there. You're also making things mean, right, through language, through the things that we talk to ourselves about in our brain. You're making things mean a certain thing, you know, so all these little components are taking you off being totally present and fulfilled in the present moment. That's it. So desensitization is similar to being preoccupied uh, in the sense that, you know, our senses are being both desensitization and fatigue are very much in the physical world. You know, so when we look at desensitization, it's all the stimulation that's coming through. Just like when you're preoccupied, constantly getting notifications and this and that, and you're not in the present moment. Uh, you know, that can that could be exhausting. And again, they're all kind of related. But desensitization is particularly when your senses, which are again a main part of being fulfilled and happy, there's there is a there is an element in all of these traditions. When you look at Buddhism and all these Eastern traditions, you know, even martial arts or dancing or anything of, of high level and success, there is an element of mindfulness. There is an element of discipline and of senses, using your senses. So when you're desensitized and you're unable to extract a lot of pleasure from something very little, this is a problem because now, you know, you need more and more and more and more and more, and that's not sustainable, number one. Number two, it's not healthy for you. If we look at food, for example, you know, we if we get used to eating these high-calorie, high-salt, high-fat, high-sugar foods, and that's what becomes the norm, uh, you see the equivalent problems that that's causing in society. So desensitization is happening all the time through the news and media that we're constantly bombarded with. I mean, how much stuff do you know on a daily basis that the average person 50 years ago wouldn't know, wouldn't have a clue, right? Because we're constantly connected to the internet. So we have a, a barrage of information. So you get desensitized on stuff like that. You know, we're all desensitized with politics because it's been in our face for so long. Um, desensitized from food, constantly eating like MSG and all these unhealthy, like super stimulating foods, desensitized with media, advertisements, everything is like super entertaining, super eye-catchy, super sexualized, you know, uh, video games, you know, constantly, constantly getting more real. So we're immersing ourselves in an unreal reality that is hyper-stimulating. So our senses are on overdrive. And the point is, uh, again, some of this stuff, it's cool, it's fun. You know, I'm not going to bash on video games or anything like that. But ultimately, it's being aware to avoid uh, prolonged exposure to these things. Or everything's in moderation. You know, don't don't be eating constantly f- spicy food, all this stuff. It's an excess. And when you have an excess, you're going to pay the price. That's the ultimately, it's an imbalance. And that's kind of the general theme here because fatigue is the same way. You know, fatigue uh, is an indicator that something is out of balance. You know, whether it's your health, your schedule, something is out of balance. So fatigue and desensitization, again, you know, the common theme with these obstacles that we want to get to is that they are hidden messengers. They're messengers in disguise of of virtues that we can discover and remind ourselves of when they come. You know, so fatigue, for example, it's an indicator that something's out of balance. So when you experience fatigue, the common reaction, I know for me, it's it's like this a lot of the times. I've had to really train myself to to operate. And I have a great metaphor that I'm going to share with you in just a second. But 
when fatigue happens, your first reaction is like, God, why am I tired? This sucks. You get more angry. You get even more tired because you can't do what you want to do. So you you get on top of yourself and you know, you're not being productive or whatever else. You know, So that makes it worse. Rather than seeing fatigue as a messenger saying, hey, something is out of balance, whether it's your sleep schedule, whether it's your stress levels, whether it's you know some nutritionally that you're doing, something is out of balance. So fatigue is a messenger for balance. You know, to be to have balance in your life, to have health, to have all these things, they require a constant dynamic balance of different things. And there's a difference between balance and dynamic balance. So dynamic balance is this idea of things that are constantly moving. It's not like a scale where it's static. You know, in the in the course, so the gratitude map comes with a lot of different courses. One of them, uh, it's a it's its own standalone course that I created. It's called Principles for a Dynamic Life. Super cool course. Fifteen years of my blood, sweat, and tears, and coaching and knowledge. My best info is in this course. So anyway, one of the lessons in there that I've learned from my competitive career as an athlete is on balance and how does that apply to your life. And it's this this idea, this distinction between. The scales, which is a static picture of balance, and the juggler, which is this idea of a constantly moving, you know, dynamic system. So there's a, those are very different. And, you know, I go into detail in the course what, why and how you apply it to your life. But the gist of it is this. Balance is a dynamically moving thing. So, you know, if you want to have, let's say, a, a, a balanced life, a balanced work life, we're always looking for work-life balance, right? It's not about having four hours of work and then four hours of family time, then two hours of eating. You know, it's not about having this nice, neat, static schedule because things have to move in order for you to create anything. You're going to have to have days where you have to work harder and then you have to have days that that relax. So the key is having both in there within a given time frame, having an outlet for relaxation and having also the ability to move and work hard and go off balance to be able to to move something forward. So dynamic balance it's it's a it's a constantly evolving thing. But when we are fatigued, that means some part of the equation is a little too much or a little, you know, too little depending on the situation. So when we're looking at health as a whole, whether it's financial health or anything else, you can be financially fatigued, you can be spiritually fatigued. So fatigue in general, it brings your energy level down and it's much easier for all these other obstacles to come and play. You know, it's so much easier to complain. It's so much easier to resort to like fast food and get desensitized when you're tired, you know. So your response to fatigue is so important and that's why it reminds us of balance. So rather than going in those destructive directions, um, remember balance. So how do we create balance? You know, both of these have the same solution. In the last episode, I talked about uh, acceptance and presence being the the virtues or the gifts that we discover through inherent nature and through uh, this whole idea of preoccupation. So the solution to both of those was to spend some time and reflect, you know, be present. That's it. You know, just be in the present moment. Spend time to reflect. It's a simple idea. I'm going to be going into specific daily habits in the next couple weeks after we're done with this series on obstacles that you can incorporate into your life. Uh, But just as a simple one, just be present, spend time and reflect. That's going to help you connect this impermanent world and also practice your presence. Well, with these obstacles, desensitization and fatigue, they're more physical. You know, so what it comes down to is looking at how they work. Like fatigue is a, is a sign that something's out of balance. And desensitization, again, that's an imbalance, a type of imbalance, meaning you have too much stimulus in, in a particular direction. So what it all comes down to is creating life rules. 
there's this something I refer to called destructive freedoms. Uh, it's in this idea of being efficient. Again, it's one of the main principles in the Principles for a Dynamic Life course that I released uh, if with this course that you can get. And the idea is the principle of efficiency is that your life is like a wave. So if you can imagine uh, like, like a wave, like just a, a sine wave or any kind of wave that's moving, you see the waves, you see the ups and downs. That makes sense. Everything's a wave. Everything's that natural flow. But what you don't see is that there's an invisible line at the top and at the bottom. So at the top, there's this invisible line that tells it how high that wave can go, right? The amplitude. Uh, and then at the bottom, that can be also thought of as, as the amplitude too, but sort of the low side of it, how low it's going to go. So these invisible barriers together form your life wave. And so at the top, you've got limiting beliefs, which is basically how high your life can go. So if you believe that you can't be successful, you believe you're not going to be able to do this, whatever whatever you believe that's limiting you, that's going to determine the height of your success. That's your ceiling. Well, you know, I'm not going to get too much into that here, but what really applies to this lesson is the idea of destructive freedoms, which is at the bottom. So destructive freedoms are kind of like limiting beliefs too, in the sense that they're rules, their life rules, these are all the rules, you know, the rules determine how your wave looks like. So whether it's a limiting belief or a freedom that you allow for yourself that's destructive, that's unspoken, maybe you're not even aware of it, it's still a rule in your mind because you permit it. So for example, I permit myself to eat at two in the morning fast food, right? So if that's, if that's a permission that you give yourself, that's a destructive freedom, you're going to pay the price because there, everything has cause and effect. The next day you're not you're going to sleep as well, you know, especially if you have to work the next day, you're going to be tired, you're going to be productive, you're going to be cranky, you're going to be fatigued, you're going to start complaining more, you know, so it's a downward spiral. So ultimately, you know, to, to manage both of these, desensitization and fatigue, what it comes down to is life rules. And looking at your life rules and what rules do you have in place, you know, if, if you allow, and particularly these these destructive freedoms, you know, especially creating a routine, having a little bit of self-discipline, because between these two, that's what we're really learning about is self-discipline and balance. You know, desensitization teaches you the art of self-discipline, which is being able to have self-control, you know, stop pushing the lever, you know, to get the sugar, because ultimately you're you're ruining your ability to appreciate. When you're desensitized to something, it takes a lot of information to get just a little bit of pleasure. Whereas if you look at, for example, somebody who is sensitized, meaning they've trained their awareness, like a sommelier, where, again, like for me, wine, like I don't even really drink wine, but imagine, you know, I can really respect somebody who is a sommelier and they can extract so much pleasure, so much, they could write books on just one glass of wine. That's how much information they can extract because they're mindful, because they're sensitized and trained to extract a lot from very little. You know, so you want to be on that end of the spectrum because that's going to allow you to be more appreciative. It's going to allow you to be more grateful, more fulfilled. You know, you're not going to be high maintenance in that sense, you know, because you can get a small amount of an experience and transform it into a huge reward. And that's really the, the key here is being efficient. And you do that through discipline, through rules about life. You know, when you are tired and fatigued, it's a great opportunity to look at your life and say, okay, what life rules are in place that could be modified? You know, what destructive freedoms am I allowing for myself to, to, to create this fatigue? To, to, why am I tired? And sometimes look, there's part of it that you can't control. Again, remember those first obstacles, inherent nature. 
And one of the inherent nature is your own body. It's that cyclical nature that we go through. There's days when you wake up and you're just going to be tired, you know, and there's things you can't control. Maybe you get invited to, uh, you know, a friend's birthday randomly or a party or something like that randomly. And, you know, you stay up a little later than you have to. And the next day you're tired, whatever, it's all good. Those kind of things happen. So you have to, you can't be a stickler for discipline a hundred percent all the time, because life is also about having a little bit of that uncontrolled aspect. But being able to deal with that and to manage it is very important. So I told you I'd give you a metaphor about handling fatigue that I kind of came up with. And I think it's a pretty good metaphor. You know, it's like a radio. When you listen to the radio, you have two main functions. You have the volume, and then you have the tuning, meaning what station is it's on. Well, this is a very fundamental idea, because when we're fatigued, our volume lowers, our energy lowers. But it doesn't have to change the station. Now, for me, for a long time, I associated that when my energy is low, my mood has to change too. I have to be upset. I have to be angry. I have to be frustrated, whatever else, you know, complaining. And so I changed the station because, oh, you can't be positive when you're tired. Well, it's true that it's harder to be positive when you're tired, but ultimately it's still a choice. And if you can see that just because the amplitude is lower in your life at a particular given state, and you can apply this even if you're not, let's say, physically fatigued, but let's say financially fatigued. You know, you're in a period of life where you are having less of something. And we're going to get into scarcity in the next episode. But don't let that change the station. The station can be either happy music or sad, depressing, angry, whatever music, right? Just because the volume got low doesn't mean that the music that's playing has to change, if that makes sense. So when these things happen in your life, accept it, right? Inherent nature, accept it, go with the flow, allow the fatigue to just run its course, focus on what rules you can change, focus on, you know, what what can I do to support my body or my mind or my wallet or whatever else to transition out of this rather than changing the music and getting upset and affecting your ability to heal, right? Physically, if you're stressed out, you're going to heal slower uh, or worse. You can get sicker. If you're financially fatigued, you know, getting into scarcity, which we'll talk about in the next episode when we talk about those two obstacles, scarcity and complaining, uh, when you get into that mode, it's affecting your ability to heal financially. You can't attract new opportunities to you if you're in scarcity mode. So ultimately, all these things come back to the same thing, which is coming back to center. So it's a practice. It's obviously, you know, it's not going to happen once that you do it. It's going to happen as you practice it and get better at it. You know, I still, I'm blogging and talking about these things and I wrote a book about it. I have courses. I still every day have to deal with my own fatigue, you know, my own complaining, all these things. And, I, and I've made a habit out of being able to snap out of it, but it's really taken a practice. So my goal with these episodes is to really inspire you to practice. You know, I've got that Facebook group. It's free to join Daily Gratitude Practice Facebook group. There's going to be daily gratitude challenges in there. You know, people are supporting each other, sharing what they're grateful for. On the website, you can go check out, you got free workbook. You have three free audio lessons you can use to kind of get jump-started with that stuff. Uh, the Gratitude Map, the book, that's free. Uh, it's just pay for the shipping, gratitudemap.com. And then you'll be prompted to get some courses there too. Two really powerful, powerful courses that I've put together, guys. I mean, these things literally have been 
not only are you going to get them for like a ridiculously cheap price, but they're the life download of the last 15 years of my life of everything that I've learned from coaching, from seminars, from working with clients, from being a professional athlete. All that stuff is in there if you want to get it. If not, you still have access to the free resources. And if you're if you're a type of person that takes action, just between that and listening to the podcast and doing your own work and practice in the group, you're really going to change your life. So it's ultimately, I hope this stuff really inspires you and opens up some opportunity for you uh, to do something different. Because gratitude, I can't tell you how important it is to be grateful, to appreciate, to get back to center for everything, for being creative, for running a business, for having a a productive relationship, for being healthy. It all comes back to the same thing. And that's why this is so important. That's why I make a big deal of it. So I hope you've enjoyed. So remember, life rules, you know, for this lesson, it's all about life rules, looking at your destructive freedoms, particularly, what are you allowing into your life uh, that maybe you shouldn't be allowing? You know, that's going to help you avoid desensitization and fatigue as obstacles to being present, to being grateful, to being appreciative. And remember the radio metaphor. I can't stress that enough. You know, just because your amplitude, your volume is lower, doesn't mean you have to change the station. So I'll leave you with that. Enjoy the rest of your day, wherever this happens to find you. And remember that obstacles are gifts in disguise. We'll see you in the next episode. episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.